0: Ooh, hello! Sneaky bonus episode alert! Hi everybody, welcome back. This episode is actually um, the live audio from our Nature Cycles workshop, me and Kelly's workshop, that we did on Sunday. And we wanted to pull the audio for you so that you can obviously experience this as well. So, thank you to everybody who did come along to the workshop. We had a lovely hour together and... It's very much about exploring the cycles as we have done over the past three episodes, but even more so connecting to your intuition and through different practices, we hopefully help you connect to yourself to really embody the cycles because you already have that knowledge within you. That's what we both believe. And so these aren't necessarily an overview of the cycles, But what we are doing is we're going to do a practice for the seasons, for the Celtic wheel and for the lunar cycle. So if you want to actually hear a little bit more of an overview of them, then do listen back to the last three episodes and that where we discuss it in more depth. But this is more for you to connect to the energy. And yeah, so this is my first workshop. I did a little with um, Kelly's Winter Solstice workshop, but this one was a co-hosted one. So I felt very nervous beforehand and I actually, and I knew I would, I really, really loved it. But you know, sometimes doing these things it involves pushing out of our comfort zone. And about an hour beforehand, I'd just done a lovely dance class and really enjoyed it. Um, and at the end, there was a massive release, though. This, I cried. I cried loads. There was this part of me that was so scared to do this, to show up, to put myself out there, worried that I wasn't good enough, that I wouldn't do well enough. And, you know, this real scared perfectionist part of myself. And I'm just so grateful for my own journey of healing, um, of delving into self-connection and self-awareness and developing that kindness and self-care to really be able to have hold, held space for that part of myself, whilst also <laughs> snuggling to Dave as well and just sobbing away, but to just know that that's a part of me, myself that's injured somehow, that's wounded somehow, but knowing that it wasn't fully me and that the fully me part, that authentic, Deep, loving part really wanted to be here to share this this journey, this immersive workshop because I know how much working with the cycles has changed the way I live my life, and I really passionately believe that it can help others as well so hopefully you enjoy this workshop and if you would like to explore in more depth, then we have our weekend workshop, our spring magic workshop this weekend on the fourth and fifth of February. And this is really going to be a time when we again, dive deeply into practices. We give a lot of um, explanations as well in terms of working with spring, in terms of setting your intentions for spring. There's a forest bathing session. There's an altar setting session. <laughs> Lots of S's there. Um, that's a z, Rebecca. S. There we go. And yeah, we just Have a really lovely immersive weekend being able to connect our intuition, explore how the nature's cycles can help us in our relationship with ourselves and with others, the difference between being and doing, yeah, exploring the difference between intuition and ego, it's really a deep dive into the cycles and into yourself. So if you would like to join us, there will be a link below. That closes on Friday and if you have any questions, please just, please get in touch. And we will also tonight on Instagram. So today is In Bulk. Happy In Bulk, everybody. This is the start of spring in the Celtic Wheel. And. We are actually going live on Instagram tonight at 6.30 with a and a on the cycle. So if you want to join, ask any questions, please do so. If you want to send us any beforehand, do so in the link below and we will answer them. It'll probably be like a sort of 15, 20 minute live. So, so yeah, if you want to hop on and join us there, you are more than welcome to do so. We'd love to see you there. So thank you, everybody. Oh, and I would suggest for this really just taking some time to sit and... Take this as a moment of self-care, this workshop. This is something not necessarily to be done on a commute or anything. It's really about you taking an hour for yourself and an hour plus five minutes for me Channel. (laughs) I will stop now so that you can enjoy this. Thank you very much, everybody.
1: As we've all kind of Zoomed in via Zoom, I thought it would be nice if we do like a short orientation just to to arrive here together in this in this virtual space in our in our own spaces. So what I invite you to do to begin is just take a moment
2: take a deep breath in and out If it feels comfortable to do so, close your eyes and take another deep breath in and out. In and the next breath in, if you feel comfortable to do so, just pop your hand over your heart. Continuing to focus on your breath. Breathe into your heart. Feel your body relax. And when you feel okay to do so, slowly open your eyes. Have a look at the space around you. Pay attention to anything that draws your attention. Focus on this. Continue to breathe. Next, I invite you to bring your attention to the screen, to each other have a little look around at the faces in front of you as we orient to each other. And now we've arrived. Thank you everybody for being here, it's so so lovely to see you all. So we're going to be together this evening for about an hour
1: and this workshop is hosted by myself and Becca. And it's all about working with nature's cycles. So the whole, re- the whole workshop is Reiki infused. And what that means is I, as a Reiki practitioner, previous to this workshop, so, so just before it, have attuned to a distance Reiki symbol and sent Reiki energy to each and every one of you into our space together. So it'll just stay with us throughout the workshop. There's nothing that we need to do, the energy will just sit there and support us throughout. This workshop is being recorded, and we will be sharing it afterwards as a podcast episode on both my podcast and Becca's podcast as well. So I just wanted to make you aware of that, and I've popped it in the emails to you already. We're we're going to be doing um, a bit of swip and swap between Becca and I. So we're going to begin by a energies of each season practice which becca's going to guide us through we're then going to move on to an explanation of the celtic wheel and a practice to welcome in spring which i'll guide and then we're going to move back to some breathing into the moon for the lunar cycles which we'll hand back to becca to do there'll be time at the end of each kind of section so each thing that we do with you for questions and shares so if you have anything that's coming up for you just keep it in mind and if you would like to share anything or ask us any questions we can do so at the end and now I'm just going to hand it over to Becca I think so I'm going to mute myself I'm going to share my screen with you because we have some music to share
2: Rebecca's Becca's now thank you Kelly thank you for that introduction and that welcoming in so I'm just oh, sharing my screen. Sorry, whenever we do these techie things, it always just takes a second, doesn't it, to get our heads back into that level? Yeah, that's it. Okay, perfect. We've chosen a nice kind of little drum beat here mm-hmm. when, when it kicks in. But for now everybody, you can just take your time to slowly come back inwards. So closing your eyes, adjusting into a comfortable seated position for you. And beginning to focus on your breath again. Beginning to lengthen and deepen your inhale and exhale. Feeling the expansion on the inhale. On the surrender, the letting go on the exhale.
0: Taking a few more rounds at your own pace, and then I'm going to guide you through a little energy, seasonal visualisation. So now I want you to bring to mind a place in nature that feels safe to you, that feels calming to you. This can be real or imaginary. Just go with what comes to you right now. I'm beginning to paint the full picture. What you can see here. Can you feel what's the temperature like? Just grounding yourself in this space. And in this space, I want you to now begin bringing in the season of spring. Just imagining, your scenery change to whatever spring means to you, however it represents. Taking a moment to think of how it feels within you. Maybe bring some words to mind. How do you want to move? or not move and in this space just begin to start walking at any pace that feels good for you and as you walk you notice that around you the seasons are slowly transitioning into summer What does that look like, and how does that feel within you? What emotions are here? Words are here. Just taking it all in. From however you were moving in summer, beginning to take some more steps forward. Walking as we move slowly into autumn. Allowing it to change around you and within you. Coming up now, are there any words or any feelings coming through? How are you moving? And now beginning to walk again your own pace as the seasons change to winter allowing that to represent in this safe safe space in nature for you what is it revealing about what's inside you Letting yourself feel. Now beginning to take a seat in this space. However feels right to you. And as you slowly begin to let this visualisation melt away, just coming back to the room right now, to the space that you're sitting in. Beginning to wiggle your fingers and your toes, making any movements you need. slowly opening your eyes when it's ready for you before we do anything else just grab your journal and write down anything that's come to you through that visualization considering all the seasons and just maybe writing down some words how you felt how the energies were representing to you I'll we'll give you a minute or two in silence to do this. With the music, of course. <laughs> And whenever you're ready, no rush at all, just look up at the screen and um we'll know when you're all together and, and ready.
2: Lovely. Welcome back
0: everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. And now if anybody feels called to share anything that they experienced on that or you have any questions about the seasons and the cycles just unmute yourself and share
2: away no pressure at all it's uh hi yeah oh hi. hi hi karen um so it's quite interesting because um I live in
3: Spain, part of the time. Well, most of the time, but, but, but go back to the UK quite a bit. So I live in Valencia. So obviously, it's quite different when you think about the seasons here because there just generally aren't any. There's two. Either hot or it's cold, and it's actually cold at the minute. Um, but my my kind of nature happy place is back in the north of England. At, at Mouth Beach so as when when I'm back there I, I, I do cold water swimming that's that's my happy place that's my safe space and it was interesting just even thinking about going from now into spring and all I could visualize were not on the beach though but like um snowdrops and like spring flowers came to mind and then that kind of like oh that excitement of hope for like moving into spring and then thinking about what the year's going to bring and then the summer stuff actually took me to, I was live in Ibiza, so it took me back to the beach on Ibiza, beaches are my thing. And it was like, oh, that happy kind of like jumping around and running onto the beach and feeling like elated. And then when he said about autumn, and it was like that slowing down, and then particularly winter, this winter I've been really good at wintering, really good at just slowing down and not being hard on myself. And I think it's been a real lesson. So that was nice because I could see the difference, the definitive points of like and
0: the emotion inside I could feel it so yeah nice oh I'm glad you liked it thank you for sharing it's so interesting how your mind went to those places that were you know you you shifted and that's totally cool that you used your intuition to just go where you wanted to go um but also just to show that you know when it comes to working with the seasons and with the cycles you you already have that knowledge within you within your body to guide you through
3: and I think more so 2023, definitely coming out of the pandemic and kind of connecting more with, like, having to go sea swimming because you couldn't go in the pool and connecting more with nature. And, you know, Spain was really strict, so we were limited what we could do. So there was definitely, for me, there was that pool, um, out of nature, love, flight like, outdoors. And I think that's something that's been really evident in the last two
0: years, definitely. So, yeah, it's really important. Oh, lovely. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Thanks, Karen. Would anybody else like to share
2: anything before we move on?
1: I may actually share that. Of course. I was quite surprised, actually, when I went into autumn because I got the word flowing coming through. And I've never really connected that word with autumn because I always think like summer's more flowing and when you're in your energy more. So I was like, oh, the flow's still there for me in autumn. So I quite like that. It's, it was quite a surprise for me. And I think it just shows like no matter how much of this work you do when you're working like, with the cycles, with the seasons, if you just go into yourself, you can still surprise yourself with what's what's there at different points. And yeah. very unusually, my safe space in nature, and when I do any shamanic journeying, is a tree um, that I went to in Cuba when I was there in a place called Vignales. And I've only been there twice, but it's just this huge tree in the middle of a field. And I kind of left the tree, and then I came back to the UK. But then I returned to that tree in Cuba, and I always find it very bizarre that that tree is mine my point to these meditations and to like the underworld when I'm doing any shamanic stuff. So yeah, I, I know that I connected with the tree when I met it for the fir- or met him, her for the first time. Um, so yeah, perhaps it was kind of a, a shift of my energy at that point. That's always made me go back then. So.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you, Kelly. Thanks for sharing as well. That's really interesting. Like you said, you've not even been there that many times in physical form but but yeah it's a safe space for you so yeah you've just got to go where where your uh, intuition takes you haven't you
2: oh yeah absolutely absolutely
0: does anyone
1: else have anything they'd like to share before we move on to the Celtic wheel yeah I'll just say actually because I um I work in events and obviously majority of the events are kind of like during the summer and stuff so it kind of winds down going into the winter and then I always find myself at this time of year, like January, kind of February, just kind of like, oh, I feel like I should be doing something but and then obviously things start like um, building up sort of in, as it gets to spring and then summer again and then the whole year but yeah, it's really good to when you visualise the season, it almost kind of mirrors that as well and like you're saying, yeah, it's like a,
2: a bit of a lesson for this time of year to just like uh, give yourself a bit of um, like peace and sort of relax and chill time and stuff i think definitely
0: well thank you adam yeah i think that's such a difficult part of winter isn't it and that feeling to rest and allowing yourself to just slow down and yeah be kind to yourself so so it's good that you've got to that place Mm, lovely so if um everyone's ready i
2: guess we can move on to the celtic wheel with kelly Thank you, Becca. So,
1: I'm just going to share my screen with you guys again and try and get the music on at the same time. So, let's see how that goes.
2: Okay. What I'm going to do is, yeah, let's just get the wheel up. Okay, so can everyone see this now? Yeah,
1: okay. So what we're looking at here is the Celtic Wheel the Year. So this is a solar calendar, which marks the seasons and the time of connection to the phases of nature. So I'm just going to do a little quick kind of circle around the wheel starting here at the spring equinox, which we'll soon move into. So Becca's meditation then took us through how this all feels in our bodies. And as Karen pointed out, even if you're kind of in a country with two seasons, you can still feel those energies within you. So this is what the Celtic wheel really represents for us. So on the wheel, you've got Kind of the peak of each season. So we've got the equinox here, which is the spring equinox. So that's when spring is peaking. Then we move round to Beltane. And this is actually the Celtic start of summer. So it's strange to think, really, that summer's starting in the fir- on the 1st of May, but that w- in Celtic terms, um, we, they connected, or our Celtic and pre Celtic an- ancestors connected with when things were starting to change in the earth more so rather than the Gregorian calendar that we kind of focus on now. And then we move into summer solstice, which is obviously the peak of summer when everything's really heightening. Um, Over to Lunasa, which is the 1st of August. So this is the start of autumn and it's when the first harvest is. So it's when we're harvesting um, the, the kind of seeds that we've planted and have bloomed all the way around to here. And then we reach the autumn equinox, which is the real time to start slowing down on the 21st of September. And then Samhain, which is the 1st of November, which is actually the Celtic New Year. So that's the start of the Celtic calendar. And the start of winter. And then we move on to Yule, which we've just passed. So that's the winter solstice. So... I'm going to really like stop at this point here and explain a little bit more about the point here from Mule into Imbolc, which is what we're moving into now. So the winter solstice is the time when we start to see, so we see the longest day of the, um, or sorry, the shortest day of the year, and we start to move back to longer days. So it's a real deep, dark winter energy. I hosted a workshop on the winter solstice, and Becca joined as well. We did a lot of work, inner work on that workshop, and we connected with different plant energies to support us during the winter solstice kind of transition as we moved gradually into spring. And that's what we've been doing ever since. So we've been moving here from Yule into Imbolc, which is on Wednesday, the first of February, and that's when spring begins. So that's really the point when the seeds are starting to stir in the belly of Mother Earth. We start to see, like, the daffodils coming up in the UK here. We start to see, like, lambs arriving. So it's all those symbols, really, that the earth is changing and we've moved past the winter. Um, the, in Celtic terms, we honour the goddess Brigid at this point. And there are various, like, rituals and things that we can still do to honour her. Um, traditionally, you would make a Bridget doll and kind of hang it on your door for protection as you moved into the, the light and into the spring and to, to really help with the land and what you were creating and planting there. So what I'm going to do with this now is take us through a practice where we can work to kind of reflect on what we've been doing in the winter time and shake that off and then bring our light into spring and reflect on what we'd like to bring into our spring and the spring energy so I'm just going to play us some music for this
2: so if you can just bear with me okay Okay, can everyone hear? Is everyone?
1: We've got a little bit, yeah, okay. So we're just going to begin we're just go back into our space. We'll take a deep breath in and out. If you feel comfortable to do so, close your eyes. And one foot at a time, just take one foot up and then just place it slowly back onto the floor beneath you. And your other foot up and slowly back onto the floor beneath you. Continue to focus on your breath. And with your eyes closed. Just pop your hand on any part of your body that you feel drawn to. Take your thoughts to the past months into the winter season. Whilst focusing on your breath, play in. Pay attention to any thoughts or sensations that come up around the winter season and breathe into
4: these.
1: Allow yourself to be with these thoughts and sensations. Send gratitude to anything that is shown up for you right now. Gratitude for the lessons that have taught you. Gratitude for the healing. Gratitude for the deep dark of winter. Next, I invite you. Start slowly start shaking, just giving your hands a shake out. Shaking out all of that winter energy in whatever way feels good for you. Shaking your arms, shaking your legs. In the winter a good shake. Max, using your fingers, just give yourself a little tap with your forehead. Put on
4: your temples.
1: And your legs, and around your cheeks. around your mouth. And your throat. Shoulders and just the top of your chest. And just bring your hands down into your lap. Take a deep breath bring in, bringing all that spring energy in. And a deep breath One a deep breath out. Releasing everything from winter. Next breath in for spring. Next breath out for winter. Next breath in. I invite you to visualise a bright, white light coming from above. Coming from around 30 feet above you, there's a bright, white light shining down. And as it reaches your body, allow the light to come in through your crown chakra. Continuing to focus on your breath. Bring the light in through your third eye, into your throat, into your heart,
4: down through your
1: solar plexus, into your sacral chakra. And through your root chakra. And from there, send this bright white light through a cord from your root chakra into the ground beneath you. Allow your cord to extend into the ground beneath you through the layers of Mother Earth, until this cord connects with the centre of Mother Earth. Once your cord connects with the centre of Mother Earth, continue with each breath in to send this bright light light all the way through to the centre of Mother Earth to support the seeds that are starting to stir within Mother Earth and within you. And with each breath out release that which no longer serves you. Breath in to the centre of Mother Earth with that renewed energy, using that bright white light, and your breath out to release.
4: Bring
1: your next breath in to renew and
2: out to release.
1: And just take one final deep breath in and out. And when you're ready, just give your hands, your legs a little shake. Open your eyes and come back to the space that we're in.
2: How's everybody feeling? Thumbs up and nods.
1: So the song that I was playing then was a mantra called Gubinde Mukande. And Gubinde means to sustain and Mukande is to liberate. So the idea behind it was to take all that energy through from, from winter that has sustained us and helped us to stay, stay still and go within. And the Mukande bringing us into the liberation of the light of spring. I hope you enjoyed that. Does anyone have any questions or anything that they'd like to share? Anything perhaps
2: that came up for them?
0: Yeah, I'll I'll do a little share. yeah I mean I love shaking I think shaking is just such a great way to release energy and I always feel kind of a bit light after that so then bringing more light in felt really nice coming all the way through my body and I feel already so much more grounded from just sending that cord down but feeling also that connection above um and it just felt like it was time now as we transition from winter to spring to actually like feel that I felt like that energy coming in and they're like ooh let's let's get going on them intentions that have come through over winter so so yeah that was lovely thank you Kelly
1: you're welcome Becca. I think it's a good, great example of how the Celtic will or the cycles and the seasons affect us as cyclical beings really and it kind of ties in with the walk through the seasons that you did just then. To just understand how we're how we're feeling and what what needs releasing and what we'd like to bring in so thank you for sharing.
2: Does anyone else have anything before we move on? Okay so we're going to hand it back to you Victor, for our
0: lunar cycles. Yeah absolutely so it's going to be another little practice, which is hopefully going to help you feel how you can use your breath to connect to the lunar cycle. Because I know that lunar cycle—I know when I started, and I know you said the same as well, Kelly. When we've talked about it, it can feel a bit overwhelming to think. Well, all the cycles can feel overwhelming, which is why we're doing this workshop. But just to kind of give you that empowerment to know that you can feel what the cycles are like, just even through your breath. So. And then after that, we'll just talk a little bit about maybe some um, practices that we do around sort of the new moon, the full moon um, and have a little share. So, again, if everyone can just kind of begin
2: to take their focus inwards. Closing your eyes if you feel comfortable enough to do so. And we're taking our attention to a breath again. And this time really slowing it down and deepening it. Really feeling your full inhale coming up through your belly, into your chest. That little pause at the top. And then the release on the exhale. Releasing through your chest, through your belly. And that gentle pause at the bottom. Taking a few cycles to just get a feel of that. At your own pace. Just remembering the pauses. and remembering to go as deep as feels good to you. And as you continue with that focus
0: on your breath, I'm going to read a little extract from a book by Kirsty Gallagher, which is called Lunar Living, which is an amazing way to start working with the lunar cycle. So keeping your attention on your breath as I speak here. The dark moon is the lowest energetic part of the lunar cycle and is just like the very bottom of your exhale, an empty space. Here you feel as though you want to close your eyes and retreat inwards, be quiet and still. Even the body seems to close in and sink down as everything draws inwards into this empty space. There is no energy for anything but simply being in that void and pausing, listening resting. As you begin to inhale, like the waxing moon, you feel an influx of energy. It's as though you literally begin to breathe life back into yourself. Your energy starts to return and along with it, your inspiration and drive to go out there into the world and make things happen. The full moon is the very top of your inhale. There is a sense of completion and fullness and everything feels alive and possible. Your whole being feels expansive, open and receptive. And it's as though everything suddenly becomes clear. As you exhale, like the waning moon, there is a feeling of release, surrender, of letting go. As you get closer to the end of your exhale, Everything seems to get more inwardly focused and quiet and small, returning back into the void.
2: Just sitting with those words for a few more rounds. Just feeling how the energy of the moon is reflected within the full cycle of your breath. And when you feel ready, slowly returning back to the room, Bring your breath back to a normal pace for you and opening your eyes.
0: Lovely. I'll just share out the stay on there. You can see the book is Lunar Living by. Kirsty Gallagher and it's an amazing way to start really deepening working with the cycles um of the lunar cycle and tomorrow me and Kelly release our episode on our podcasts about the lunar cycle so we talk in more depth than we can cover here within that so if you want to tune in for that that's there up tomorrow morning so would anybody like to share anything before we kind of go into a little bit of an open discussion on the lunar cycle anything from that practice cool no worries so hopefully that gave you an idea of what the lunar cycle actually feels like um like i said earlier i found that difficult in the beginning to think like what is the new moon what's the full moon how am i supposed to remember this how am i supposed to track all this and so it's kind of that reminder there that you can come to your breath and feel that within your body and you can do all the rituals in the world but at the same time you can just do something as simple as that that feels you know very very natural and very connective so a lot of people begin working with the full moon um, and I started there as well and it's a place where we're obviously at that completion at the illumination of the cycle Um, so it's the one that we know the most the moon's obviously the fullest in the sky and for me rituals look like and a very common ritual can be writing down anything you want to release for the waning cycle for the waning portion so often you can write down things that you felt have blocked you from achieving anything over the cycle or any time really you can burn the paper that you've written on tear it up Um, I like to do a meditation as well to really focus on what's showing up within me Um, and I often pull a card as well like a goddess card an oracle card Um, but sometimes and sometimes I just dance to a particular song that I love that's called full moon by fear and yeah so you can work with it And, and I don't do this the same every time but sometimes it's a bigger ritual sometimes it's less um Kelly what do you do
2: for the full moon So
1: generally I will write down a I'll do a gratitude list and then I I will have a list where I'll just write down everything that I'm looking to release with this cycle and then I will try if I can to burn it because I find for me that burning is the most powerful way to release really. If I'm not in a space where I can burn or sometimes when I'm in my van, like now. I'm trying to do it in a saucepan and it's not necessarily that safe I'm like okay well maybe I should just rip this list rather than you know be a bit of a safety hazard so yeah it's just it's like Becca said it's working with what we've got at the time so at different times we've got different time constraints and you know just the space we're in or the people around us etc cetera, etc cetera. so yeah I just if I can get outside and see the forming I always will do but that's not always possible. Does anyone else have any rituals or anything they follow for the um, like new and full moons or lunar cycles?
3: Yes. Um, I'm I'm fascinated by. It. I, I'm a therapist, so there's a whole thing, isn't there, about lunatics that mm-hmm. both the the full moon and the new moon sends people, and it does. My clients go completely. And I do as well, I notice my my mood changes coming up to the full moon particularly. I'll be like, oh, I think there's a full moon soon. Um, So I'm a bit like "Yeah, I try to get out and and stand in it if I can. Um, So not always possible. Um, And I have crystals, so I put my crystals out and get them recharged in in the moon. Um, But I'm just more interested in this ritual about journaling or not journaling but writing it down and what you want to release because I tend to um do it more internally like oh, well, I'm letting go of this but I think I think to do something more physical might be really useful because I think going back to the winter stuff the winter's been great but it's also been quite I've had to let go of a lot of stuff I'm, and I came back to Valencia on Wednesday so I've been in the UK for six weeks and um and it felt like, and I know what it it's like a week before the, the new moon, but it felt like that was the start for me of like releasing stuff and coming back and, and kind of clearing out, you know, just the Christmas stuff and the winter stuff and, and some of the stuff I've been hanging on to for last year. So I'm going to do that, write it down. I'm going to burn it and see. Um, I think that's a really yeah. good one. So thanks for that.
1: Yeah, um, that's okay. I think, sorry, go on, go on.
3: I was say, and I follow Kirsty Gallagher as well, so I'm always reading her like her yeah. posts on Instagram. I started following you, Kelly, actually, and I think you're following me now as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, it's um, great right to connect with everyone, isn't it? Yeah,
3: so but she's been, I, I find like you're saying about her book, I haven't got the book, but I just find her um posts are really inspiring. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I'm going to try and do. I think the Newman's a bit more tricky for me, I'm not really sure what to do, but I suppose we're going to talk about that.
1: for the the new moon yeah so becca and i cover it a lot more in depth in the podcast episode right um but the kind of vibe that i go along with the new moon is a a way to co-create so it's kind of a take on manifestation but it's not like you write a list and say okay i want this 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 and this you know i'm going to manifest this and it's just going to come to me it's more of a view of co-creating for the greater good Yeah, yeah of all living entities because often we can think that we want something and then we can get to it and think oh that's not what I wanted at all so yes. I think that it's kind of you can bypass it with manifestation but if you go from a co-creation perspective and say okay universe I'm going to co-create with you now so if this is for my greater good and for the greater good of those around me and you know the whole collective then give it to me and then it's taken action it's taken aligned action and inspired action from that point really rather than just writing a list and sitting with it and saying oh, okay that's yeah fine. i'm
3: not i'm not great on those manifestation lists i think you have to you have to you have to kind of work quite hard to, um yeah. yeah you know it doesn't just happen does it you know you write this list and then the next thing you've got like 500 clients or whatever no you have to work hard at doing the, the groundwork but um no i love it all and i think what um Oh, I've forgotten your name, sorry. Uh Becca. Becca. Okay. Yeah, I've got yeah. my I do I pull my universe cards and I've got angel cards and um, um. and, and I, I find them really helpful just, you know, when you're having that bit of a like, oh, mm, do I need a little bit of guidance? Just that trust, I suppose that inward trust sometimes doesn't come, does it?
1: no yeah. no it's like a muscle that needs to be exercised absolutely, really, absolutely. Yeah, and the yeah. more you feel it in your body the more you're like oh okay uh, becca and i will actually go through like intuitive development a lot more in our spring magic workshop which is next weekend and we're going to send all the details out for that tomorrow in the email that we send out like the follow-up email to us right. So you'll get all of the details in what's included there. But we go through more like welcoming in spring, working with the seasonal energies and then just really rooting into intuition and all of this stuff around like co-creation, manifestation, just how we can really work with the cycles. And it's like a two day workshop. So we do a lot of like practical kind of explaining how everything works. And then we've got a lot of somatic guided practices meditations in there it's all Reiki infused we've got like journaling and then the second day we're going to be doing a live forest bathing session and we're going to do some altar setting together to set our intentions for the spring and then create together our kind of spring magic worksheets or guides so we're saying okay from all of this that we we've learned this is what we want to take into our spring and from there we take the aligned actions we've got like added community support through like a telegram group extra emails going out and a resource library and that type of thing but it will be in the email that comes out so you can have a little through that but yeah like you say it's just dipping into that intuition isn't it and yeah yeah and yeah and
3: just Just yeah, just trusting yourself, you know. Um, I'm 58, and it's taken me a long time to get to this point. Um, but it's exciting, and yeah, I'm very, very. I've been doing this a long time now, but
1: yeah, love it. Oh well, thank you for sharing. Thank you. Does anyone else have anything else that they'd like to share on anything on the on the lunar cycles part, on ways they work with the moon, or anything else that we've covered? I was just going to say, actually, has anyone has got any, um, Becca or uh, anyone else, like any more recommendation on any more books, obviously like the Kirsty Gallagher one, but anything else that you can check out or any
2: more sort of books, really, that would be good to have a look at.
0: Yeah. Um, so I, to be honest... Like with Karen as well, I absolutely love Kirsty Gallagher. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think she just explains things really well. So if you're on Instagram, she's a really good account to follow. There is um another one. I can't think of the name of it now. Girl and Girl in Her Moon, I think it is. Do you know that, Kelly? Yeah, on Instagram. Um, and that's another really great way of following it because you know this whole working with the cycles it's nice to just have a bit of input isn't it sometimes especially when you maybe lose it a little bit or you don't know where you are in the cycle but if you cultivate a kind of yeah your your resources that match this um then it works really well but they're my favorite things and and i know i mentioned before about um I actually don't know if it's spelt Fia, uh, sorry, it's pronounced fear, but it's F-I-A. And she's a singer-songwriter. And so she has a song that's New Moon and one that's called Full Moon. And that's probably my favourite way of working with them because I love, I just love dancing. And it feels like you're kind of dancing that intention in. Sometimes, you know, meditation's amazing, but the moving meditation is powerful as well, isn't it? So um, she also does different types of kind of, Mm, how would you describe it spiritual music i guess um so i would definitely check her out as well but um they're sort of my favorite go-tos have you got any others kelly or anyone else
1: yeah so i started by reading yasmin boland Moonology um she's not that active i wouldn't say on instagram so, but i just her books really good because you can identify through her charts in the book which house you're in for each moon so it really helps you to focus on which areas to focus on, and it's surprising actually. So, say you're in your house of like love and romance, and you've got things that you want to release at a full moon. You're like, oh gosh, well that makes sense because I'm in that house right now, so that's coming up for me. So her books really good, and I, there's an account I follow called Attune to the Moon. They're they're really good, really really good, um, and also as a side note, um, Human Design is a really good thing to look at as well so there's a website called so I won't go too much into it now because we're running out of time actually but it's called myhumandesign.com if you go in there just put your like name, date of birth place of birth time of birth you'll get your human design type and if you bring that into your kind of lunar cycles work it's it's pretty mind-blowing actually it's taught me a lot about myself so so yeah that's what else I'd recommend. I suppose as we're coming to the end of our time we need to start finishing up guys I'm sorry so I just want to say a big thank you to all of you for showing up this evening and for being here for yourselves for each other and yeah Becca and I've loved having you here so thank you so so much as I said, we've got a follow-up email coming out tomorrow, and I'll also pop the replay to this on there. We'll pop our podcast episodes, any music that we've listened to this evening. There'll probably be some other bits in there as well, but it's all in the. It'll all be in the email for you. Um, oh, links to connect with Becca as well, because I know everyone's on my kind of email list now, so you'll be able to connect with Becca if you haven't already. Um, we are going to do an Instagram live this Wednesday evening so that will be on in bulk on the 1st of February at 6 30 and we can answer any questions that might pop up for you from this workshop um and any yeah so any of i'm working with the seasons lunar cycles or the celtic will and we've invited people who've listened to the podcast to ask us questions as well so we'll just hop on for like 20 minutes half an hour and just answer questions for you there um what we would say actually is With all of this, you know, we've just given you all of this information and everything and guided you through various different practices. But Becca and I always say that it's important to do, don't we, Becca, what feels good for you, what really feels good inside. Now, our journeys to working with the cycles will be very different to each and every one of yours. So it's really just taking what feels good. So what I'd like to do on that note, if you haven't got anything you'd like to add, at this point Becca
0: no I mean I'll say a big thank you to everybody as well for coming along and I hope you've enjoyed it and like Kelly said as well it's about taking away what feels right for you and maybe there might be some things that don't and some that really do um and perhaps after this as well to maybe just take some time journaling before you kind of head back off into what you're doing um to just kind of sit with it a little bit um would be my suggestion because i know that i'm prone to doing that and then i kind of have lost a bit of the connection when i go back to it later so so yeah take that time to be inwards a little bit um but yeah thank you everybody
1: so i'm gonna just end with a very short meditation just a, a minute or two so we can just sit with the workshop today and understand like how this has felt for us and what's felt good for us. So we're just going to begin by taking a deep breath in
2: and out, slowly start to feel your body relax. And the next breath in,
1: go right into your body, Pay attention to any thoughts or sensations that are showing up for you right now.
2: Reflect on our last hour together. Is there anything in particular that's calling to you right now? Anything that feels aligned and true? Just breathe into that. With it, and if there's anything that doesn't feel aligned and true, just breathe out. And the breath in, connect with what felt aligned and true for you. And your breath out, release. And we'll take one final deep breath in,
1: into that deep knowing within ourselves. Knowing that we can always trust and rely on our inner guidance. And just simply release that which doesn't serve us with the breath. Loop.
2: And then when you're ready, just slowly open your eyes. Come back to the space that we're in. And then I just invite us to end
1: by just taking ourselves off mute and just saying a goodbye, giving each other a wave and heading out as you need to. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Bye.
0: Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to know what you think of the episode and you can reach out to me in the show notes below. The options are there. And if you feel called to rate or review or share this episode, I would be incredibly grateful. Thank you very much, everyone.